Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our Thursday episode of Upcoming Movies on this week. I am really excited because we've got some good movies. I, I hope they're good movies coming out this week. And we're going to be talking about 15 of them today. If you are brand new to the Movie Deputy podcasts, I am the deputy of MovieDeputy.com. And I love bringing you movie recaps, upcoming movies, and special bonus episodes. So if you haven't done so already, be sure to like and subscribe to all three of our channels, The Movie Deputy, Upcoming Movies, and Movie Recaps. So you get all of the latest and greatest up-to-date Movie Deputy information. On MovieDeputy.com, you will find a lot of reviews, uh, actually over 1,700 of them, in 300 words or less with no spoilers ever. I don't promise that same thing here on the podcast, and we definitely don't limit ourselves to 300 words or less, as sometimes I get a little carried away if I'm really excited about a movie coming out. And this week, like I said, we're going to be talking about 15 of them. A couple of them are coming out straight to Netflix, and one's coming out directly to Amazon Prime, and the other ones, it's going to be kind of a mixed bag of ones that are either going to be available in mainstream theaters or in independent theaters, or ones that we're just going to have to wait till they're available on digital. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in with the movies that came out on the 2nd of February, which was yesterday. And I say movies, just out of habit on that, there was only one that came out yesterday and one that came out today, and the rest are going to be on the 4th, which is tomorrow. But on February 2nd, the movie was called The Tinder Swindler. Now, I'm sure if you've been around or are familiar with social media at all, you're familiar with the app called Tinder. It's mainly used for quote-unquote hookups. It's not necessarily a traditional dating app. You swipe right. If you're interested in somebody, you swipe left if you're not. And if you both happen to swipe right on each other, it makes the connection. That's really about all I know of it because I've been very happily married now for 13 years. And so I've never actually used this app. But I have friends that have. And this is actually a Netflix documentary. It's about this quote-unquote dream guy that these gals kind of hook up with and meet and get together. And he offers to take them away on his private jet. And this literally all happened. This wasn't just a story being told. But these women ended up getting caught in this thing of where he gets them off to these mysterious, seductive places and then goes, hey, I need X amount of money or they're going to kill me. And we're not talking spare change here. We're talking upwards of $100,000 or more. And unfortunately, these women were very caught up in this. At least from what I could tell from the trailer, they gave him the money. Obviously, the it didn't go as planned and they found out that he was indeed a swindler. And this is their story with this. It sounds more than a little bit interesting, but at the same time, it's just like, how do people fall for that? And it's this, also, you're kind of in the same thing of going, when you're caught up in the moment, it can be easy to do. So it's just kind of the whole thing of how this all plays out. I don't know. It's, it looks like an interesting story, the way it's told. Again, it's just more of a beware thing, especially if you, your friends, or anybody you know is on Tinder just always be careful because people are not always who they pretend to be. Today, the movie that came out was a movie called Ghosts of the Ozarks. It's about a the Ozarks. If you're not familiar, I believe they're all in Missouri, maybe some in Arkansas as well. But the Ozark Mountains, and it's just a beautiful area down there. Lots of lakes, lots of activities. 
But in these woods, there is something going on. There are ghosts in the woods. All you have to do to make somebody truly afraid and make them literally fear anything and everything around them is just to plant that seed of fear. And the only way to make that seed grow is time and the whole illusion that there is something more going on. Are there really ghosts in the Ozarks? Depends on whether or not you believe in that stuff. Or is this a true story? There are a lot of questions that are unanswered just based on the trailers, but again, it will surely have its audience. I'm just not 100% sure it's target audience that it was going for. Now, tomorrow, I am actually excited because we have some A-list titles coming out again, and I always say I talk about A-list, B-list, and no-list, and if you listened to last week's program, you know we didn't have any A-list to even discuss last week. It was B-lists and no-lists, which unfortunately I didn't get around to seeing any of those. I'm still behind on that just due to some internet problems here at home and at the office, so just doing the best I can with what I have and trying to go from there. The movies that open up tomorrow, Friday, February 4th, we're going to go ahead and jump in with Moonfall. This one, the moon is, it, oh, let me just first say, this is a sci-fi movie. In this one, the moon is falling out of orbit and it's heading directly for Earth. It's total doomsday movie, but it's not the typical doomsday movie that you would expect because... In this movie, the moon isn't a moon. Our moon up in the sky that we see every night, the whole Mr. Moon, moon, bright and shiny moon song, the whole thing, good night moon, everything is not what you thought it was. The moon in this story is a spaceship and it has come to life. And I don't know if it's the ship itself or the people aboard that are trying to destroy the earth. Kind of the whole thing is uh, take your shot if you've got it and whatever it takes to survive. So is this maybe a tweak off of Independence Day a little bit, or basically any other Doomsday movie that's ever been done? Possibly, but it looks interesting. And this is actually what I'm gonna be seeing tonight, so make sure to tune in Tuesday to hear our movie recap to really find out what this was about. Our next movie is one I've actually been looking forward to. Now, mind you, I have got a pretty wonky sense of humor just in general in life. I'm kind of off the wall. I'm literally one of those people that is offended by literally nothing. I have stuff that pisses me off and I have stuff that gets me riled up, but just basically offended ain't happening. And this movie is Jackass Forever. Now, I'm not going to get in trouble for saying that because that's actually the title of the movie. And if you've never heard of Jackass, you just might be living under a rock as these guys have been doing wild and crazy antics since the mid-90s. The crazier and more off the wall, the better. This story truly takes Jackass to a whole new level. In the trailer, it's even called the gnarliest uh, S-H-I exclamation point ever. I will get in trouble if I say that word, so I have to spell that one out. And what's the worst that could happen? Okay, with Jackass, you should never ask what's the worst that could happen because these guys have no limits to what they do. There is a disclaimer on this that I do feel important to mention, even with just talking about this, that these stunts are performed by professionals and you should never attempt any of this stuff at home. Now, even with saying that, a lot of people, it doesn't talk about it in the trailer, but a lot of people aren't even aware 
that Johnny Knoxville, kind of the main head guy of Jackass, actually sustained a permanent brain injury while filming Jackass Forever. And that has permanently changed the rest of his life. I am also actually a traumatic brain injury survivor from another, nothing having to do with anything with Jackass, but just I can definitely feel for him on that. This, I'm, this is another one I'm seeing tonight, so I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be hilarious. It's going to be off the wall. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll throw up. I mean, there is literally like no end to how far and how gross these guys get. So <laughs> if you've ever laughed so hard that you've thrown up, you'll understand the reference there. If not, you might want to check this out. Unless you're easily offended, there is a lot of stuff in here that can offend a lot of people. <laughs> if you're literally not not offended by anything, sorry, just knocked something over on my desk here. But if you're literally one of those people who is up for anything and loves a laugh, check this out and check out some of the other Jackass movies too. I think this is the fifth one that they've done. Uh, don't quote me on that because I may be off on that. I probably should have looked that up before I did the show here. Yeah, I'm, I'm still looking forward to literally laughing until I puke. So as bad as that sounds. Our next movie is a very touching one. It is called The Wolf and the Lion. This is one that, surprisingly, I looked it up and it's actually playing at one of my local theaters, so I will be checking this out tomorrow. This one is a movie that animal lovers will just want to flock to and check out. This There's a plane crash and accident, and it, in this plane was a lion cub. And one, or is it a tiger? No, yeah, it's a lion. Sorry, brain fart on that one. <laughs> but this woman who lives out in, this, out in the middle of nowhere... She's desperate to protect this little cub because this wolf brings her this cub. And so she has a wolf cub and a lion cub and a full-grown wolf that is connected to somebody that's close to her. And she will do anything and everything to protect them, even when these people try to come and take the lion away from her. She's just not willing to let that happen. This one looks so touching and so heartwarming. And I just was falling in love with it just from watching the trailer. And I'd never even heard of this before, so I cannot wait for this one. Our next one is a little bit darker again. It's called Last Survivors. And in this story, it's uh, what life is like after great after the Great Wars in like the modern day era. And there's not very many people left. And I don't know exactly what kind of wars it's referring to, as it doesn't really go into that detail a whole lot. But in this, there is no past. There's only a future. So they have to start from where they are now and go forward and not worry about anything else from the past. But even then, the current thing that they're building forward is not much of anything. So how do they build forward off of nothing? And it becomes a true survival of the fittest. But as, they, as one of them goes out and tries to explore and try, try to check some stuff out, he finds out that the complete societal breakdown that he has been literally fed is not necessarily what it appears. So is this the complete societal end of days or is there more? I This is another one of those ones that it's unfortunately not playing anywhere near me, but I'm going to be checking this out when it's available on instant video. Our next one is called The Long Night. A house is supposed to be a home, a refuge. But what happens when there is something more to the house? These occupants soon find themselves 
as true human, like almost not full on, but as about as close as you could be to full on human sacrifices. And the ones that are trying to sacrifice them are claiming to be protecting the dwelling. But it doesn't really seem like that's all there is to it. I was a little bit confused by the trailer. So honestly, I'm not 100% certain in what I'm even telling you about this. This is what I gathered from the trailer. But there definitely seemed to be more to this than just what I could watch in the trailers. Because I checked out another trailer too. And again, the story just kind of confused me. I don't know if the people are haunted or if the house are haunted. I just know... It's kind of a horror thriller drama thing that just kind of plays out and I'm really not sure where it's going. But if you're into that kind of story, you might like it. Our next story is called Last Looks. It is a story about murder, the mystique, the mystery, and a life of 100 things. Imagine taking everything that you have and limiting it to just 100 things and surviving with that. Well, this person has done this successfully and now they're being pulled back into the chaos of society and to, this is happening to solve a murder but how do you solve a murder with a life without memory that may sound very confusing but this looks as confusing as that sounds is as intriguing as this appears i know that is a very unusual comparison but if you understand the comparison, you may understand the story. Or, like I said, maybe the trailer just kind of was leading in an entirely different direction than what the story is, but that's what I gathered from it, and I hope that helps. In Alone With You, it deals with a very personal, very loaded life question. Because the whole thing, I wish I could be. How many of us have said, I wish I could be an insert blank? It's a loaded question. I, I know I wish I could be doesn't sound like a question. But if you say that to yourself, what would what word would you put after that? I wish I could be question mark. So what would yours be? Is this a love story? Is it a murder mystery? Is it just about fear? People are fascinating. This is this delves so deep into that. And when all is said and done, no one can save you but you. That's kind of the whole point that's being portrayed here is that you have to be able to save yourself before anybody else can save you. And that's not necessarily meaning in the traditional rescue sense, but more in finding out who you are before you can like share yourselves with other people. And that sounds, it sounds very deep. It sounds very psychological. It sounds very intense at times, but it definitely looks intriguing. The worst person in the world. Now talk about a movie title. I mean, if you're looking for one that's going to make people go, huh? This is probably a good one at that. This is one of quite a few movies that we're going to be talking about here in a row that are subtitled. Now, if you've listened to my shows for very long, you know I am not a huge fan of subtitled movies because I would rather watch it than try to read it and watch it because then you end up missing a lot of the stuff that's going on, or at least for me, I do. And so th there's just something that's just missing out of a lot of subtitled movies that's just hard to relate with for me. 
But in this story, it's if you have the love for, if you love somebody, show them. It is a romance. It's about seduction. And what happens if you don't end up sharing those feelings with the person that you have the feelings for? And then that opportunity could be lost forever. So that was doesn't sound like a whole lot, but it's kind of a romance, maybe a little bit of a mystery, drama-ish type program. Now, our next one, another subtitled movie. If we're, we're going to be talking about a lot of subtitled movies here in a row, so please forgive me on that. And I'm not sure if I'm even going to be pronouncing this correctly, but it is Lingui, The Sacred Bonds, and it is another subtitled movie about a 15-year-old pregnant, pregnant young girl, and when she finds out she's pregnant, she is not only expelled from her family, but expelled from her school as well. And so she's trying to figure out how to survive and how to do things that are necessary just for basic survival. And being all alone, she really struggles with that. But even though the rest of her family has kind of kicked her out on her own, her mom has come back into her life to try to help. So, but being that her mom is stepping back in to help her, her mom is also now being shunned. So how this all plays out, will they be able to make a new life for themselves even when cast aside by the rest of society? Or will they be given a second chance based on just everything in life? Being 15 and pregnant can be very difficult and very scary. But how this plays out looks, I would, it's like I almost want to say inspirational, but it also looks very tragic as well. So how will this play out? I guess we'll have to wait and see. Now this next one, when I read the title, I honestly chuckled. Because I'll let you know where my brain first went with this. And yes, again, another subtitled movie. This one is called Air Doll. Now, I'm just going to give you a second to think about that. Air Doll, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind was a blow-up doll. And as an adult, <laughs> you can definitely picture what, to quote-unquote, I'm doing air quotes here in the air, which you can't see, but I'm doing the whole air quotes, but... Uh, blow-up dolls are for one use basically and one use only that is unless you count carpooling and I can't tell you how many blow-up dolls I've seen in the passenger seat just so people could use the carpool lane but that's not what this movie is about this movie is that this blow-up dolls her life began as she was intended to be used for but in this connection that she has with the person that bought her, love sort of brought her to life. And so she's struggling to try to live her life along with the person that, she, that loves her. And try, she tries to love him back. And it's just, uh, it was almost reminiscent of like the movie Mannequin uh, on like an adult level back in the day. Okay, Mannequin wasn't really on adult level, but I'm comparing this one to being on the adult level with that. This one looks like way more of a comedy than a drama. Again, it is another subtitled one. If nothing else, it's good for a laugh, but it definitely is not safe for the youngest of audiences. Now, our next one is dealing with a little bit more of history. This, the movie is called My Best Friend and Frank, and this is a Netflix movie. This one, again, is subtitled, and if you're at all familiar with Anne Frank and her diary, 
we got to know who Anne Frank was through this diary. And this has been a historical piece ever since World War II, sharing what this young girl went through throughout everything that was happening. And this story was from the eyes of her best friend and kind of how it all plays out and what was witnessed outside of the window. And it's going to pull at a lot of heartstrings. It, it, I don't know how historically accurate it will be, but I'm hoping it really focuses on a lot of the accuracies. But if you really want to learn more about Anne Frank and the Holocaust and just kind of everything that was going on during World War II, please check out one of the Holocaust museums around the country. There are 13 of them that actually have a tree that is grown from the seedlings of the tree that was right outside Anne Frank's window. And my husband and I were lucky enough to check the check out the one. I believe it was in Dearborn, Michigan. I know it's just outside of Detroit, so I think it was in Dearborn. But it was such... There, there was so much history there, and you just could not help but be drawn in and just feel the emotions of the people that were actually experiencing this. And I practically went through a box of tissues myself just going through there. But seeing this tree and knowing its connection to Anne Frank and just with everything with history and now a story such as this, I truly hope they did history justice on this. Our next story is called Through My Window. And again, this is one of those ones that my brain just sort of went in the direction of rear window at first. And as I watched the trailers for this, it didn't really play out that way. And again, this is another subtitled movie about an infatuation with a forbidden love and how the person took those chances so that they could be together. Now, it doesn't get a bit inappropriate at times. Yes, at least from what I could tell. But there are so many stories like this. This one might not play out quite like you'd expect. Again, this is another Netflix movie. And our 15th movie, definitely last but not least by any means, is called Book of Love. And this is available on Prime first thing tomorrow. So if you are a love story fan, this is going to be one that you're going to want to check out. This is about a book titled The Sensible Heart. The author of this book soon learns that his book has become a bestseller in Mexico. His book has been a flop everywhere else. So he's like, okay, what's going on? And the author speaks no Spanish. So he's like, okay, how is my book so huge down here when it's not hasn't been properly translated? But that's where the movie gets a twist, is the translation of his book that's actually occurred has been embellished by the person that's translating it, took it from just kind of a ho-hum, kind of bored, doldrum book into a steamy romance. And in this, the kind of the whole tagline of the movie is that love needs translation. Being that she, the gal doing the translation, she has always wanted to be an author, but she's never been able to find a way to put down the words. And with this book, she found a way to not only put it in words through his words, but she just kind of twisted them a little bit and turned them into, this is going to show my age here, but if you've ever heard of Harlequin romances, that's basically what she has turned this book into. If you're not familiar with that, you might want to do a quick Google search. 
but this one looks like it is a lot of fun. It's a silly romance that definitely is going to be not for the youngest of audiences based on just some of the subject matter. It does delve a little bit into the whole LGBTQ thing, but that's definitely not the focus of the movie. And I'm really surprised this week that there were no just kind of in-your-face LGBTQ plus movies because there have been so many. And being that we get a week without uh, means we're probably going to get inundated with them this next week. But that is it for this week. And I just cannot wait to talk to you about some of these on Tuesday in our upcoming, in our, uh, not our upcoming, our movie recaps. And then I'll just be able to really tell you what I thought. And I'll let you know if I truly did laugh till I puke with jackass. And let you know if my evaluation of the trailers is as accurate as I'm hoping it is. If you have liked what you heard today, again, please like and subscribe to our channels on whatever platform you're on. We are on all the major platforms. And I just really hope that you're enjoying yourselves. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns that you've heard, or about what you've heard today, my apologies, I have a contact us page on moviedeputy.com, and I am the only person that reads those. And you can also send me a message directly at moviedeputy at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from anybody on that. And we're just going to kind of jump right in here because I'm going to actually be leaving to check out a couple of these here shortly after I finish this program. But I am hoping that you're having a wonderful day. Puxatani Phil actually did see his shadow yesterday, so there will be six more weeks of winter. I... I thought I'd maybe had that backwards, but turns out I didn't have that backwards after all in my last program. But so, yep, we've got six more weeks of winter with some just fairly unusual nice days mixed in where I'm at now. We're actually, the weather is actually talking about a 20 below wind chill in the morning, and I'm just like, <laughs> I don't like the cold. Can you tell? <laughs> but until next time, I'll talk to you soon.